0: Hello, friends. Welcome to God's Eagle Ministries. My name is Ambassador Monday Orojo, at God's Eagle Ministries, we are seeding the nations with God's Word, and God himself is transforming lives through his timeless truth, one content at a time. We're one in Christ Jesus. Let's stay one. Evangelism, discipleship, counseling, healing, deliverance, restoration, and prayer with our walls, brothers, and denomination. Today's pause is day 40 of 40 prayer and fasting for church. You and I in leadership. Be careful. Don't break the stone tablet. Don't lose heart. Listen to the still small voice and take action today where necessary. Note five things. And uh, before we go on into these steps, let us pray. So, uh, Heavenly Father, we just want to appreciate you for today again. Thank you for your faithfulness, for your love, for your care, for your mercy. For the sacrificial death upon the cross at Calvary that brought us these unfettered asses to well, our Father. Take all the praise and honor in Jesus' name. Uh, dear Holy Spirit, I ask that you bred life upon this content. Let it ride upon the wing the four wings of the spirit to the four wings of the earth. Let it reach into the dividing asunder of, of soul and spirit on bone and marrow. And let it kickstart us, the hearers, the lead readers, the listeners. To be all that you call them to be and to do for your own glory. And our blessing this time and season in Jesus' name. Amen and Amen. So brothers and sisters, today starts Tuesday, the 25th of April, 2023. What Otakada content count for you is 2,221,030. And, um, um. The uh, title uh, we've talked about already, it's um, uh, Day 40 of 40, uh pray and fasting for church, you and I in leadership. Be careful. Don't break the stone tablet. Don't lose heart. Listen to this still small voice. Take action today when it's necessary and note five things. Congratulations to all our friends who prayed and fasted these 40 days, of which more than 80% of those prayer petitions were selfless prayer items. God bless you indeed for this labor of love. You will never lose your rewards, both now and into eternity. In Jesus' name, Amen. This is the end of the 17th annual 40-day prayer and fasting, commissioned by Jesus Christ himself to us on the 16th of March, 2006. Please note, as you end this fast today, some of our observations that have come by experience after this type of long fast and be alert. Be careful. Don't break the stone tablets. Don't lose heart. Listen to the still small voice and take action today when necessary. Note five things. In the last 40 days, our prayer and fasting covered seven realms and seven spheres. Remember, the church is not peripheral to the world, but the world is peripheral to the church. The church is borderless and without walls. We ask that his kingdom come into these seven realms and these seven spheres. His will be done as in heaven, so on earth, according to the order of Matthew chapter 16. This type of kingdom-minded and kingdom-directed prayers attacked it to God's heart. It is asking for His will and not ours. We came before Him with a blank sheet of paper, reading the entire Bible back to back in 40 days, reading His Word like little children, putting aside all that we have learned before through His Word so that He can impart new light to our hearts in all humility. He said to you and I that we should seek the kingdom and all the things that Gentiles seek will be given to us. Matthew chapter 6.33 Seeking things in prayer and fasting is okay, but not at the detriment of God's kingdom reign in the hearts of men and women He created. It is sheer foolishness to spend 21 days, 40 days, asking God for material things. To say the least, it is stupidity in the highest heavens to keep asking for material things. It is fruitless and boring, not just to God's ears, but ours as well if we are true to ourselves. Stop it! There are more weightier things on God's agenda for these end times and it's counting on you and I because we are His ambassadors here on earth to deploy His plans. The earth He has given to the sons of men and He does not usurp the authority He has given to us. If we say nothing, we do nothing, we lie on the bed the way we dress it. God is not looking for physical real estate. The real estate he wants to occupy is the heart of people. That's where he wants us to occupy till he comes back. Nothing on the planet earth, including all the vast resources and riches and resources, cannot buy a single soul. If you doubt this, ask Jesus. He said, What shall it profit a man if he gains the whole world and loses his soul? What can a man give in exchange for his soul? Nothing. So why should we Christians use our entire lives chasing after things that have no weight in God's presence and kingdom? Read and meditate on Matthew 16, 26-28 paraphrased. This is why we have Christians becoming Christians for what we can get from God rather than what we can give, and hence the wickedness, lovelessness, falsehood, discontentment, complacency, covetousness, hopelessness, infighting, competition greed, pride, lustfulness, selfishness, idolatry, man and self-worship, powerlessness, lack of unity on anything and all manner of evil amongst Christians in our churches today. Christians who become Christians with the wrong motive of getting rather than giving have no conviction of who they are and bend to every wind of doctrine. These types of Christians can deny Christ at a drop of a feather. This is madness. Is the church prepared for the persecution that is just around the corner? Corner? We have seen it. The likes we have never seen before. This series of persecution will purify the sins. And if you are not able to overcome, then sorry for you. One say forever say will not cut it and does not agree with the reality of who God and of Christ's doctrine is. Confessing Christ alone will not save you. We have sought the Lord over and over again about this doctrine of eternal salvation with that man's responsibility that was infused into the gospel by our western brothers. And we can find anything in God's character. We can't find anything in God's character that reflects this slanderous doctrine. And no wonder someone we will get up today and be ordained as a gay priest and act. A manners, an act of all manners of evil being propagated in God's house, uh, because we're standing on wrong footing. How can that be possible? After all, after all this, we still believe we are in Christ because we have once confessed Christ, and that all is well with us. All cannot be well with this type of apostate church. This is coming for a church. Jesus is coming for a church that is without spot or wrinkle. You can read that in Ephesians five twenty-seven, that He might present her to himself, a glorious church, not having sport or wrinkle or any such thing. <coughs> Sorry then, but that he should be holy and without blemish. That is a doctrine of demons. And so many have bought into lie of one safe, forever saved. Christianity is no father Christmas, doling out gifts to greedy hands. This Jesus, you call your Lord and Savior said this, And I quote in Luke fourteen, twenty five to thirty three, the message. Figure the cost. One day when large crowds of people were walking along with him, Jesus turned and told them, Anyone who comes to me but refuses to let go of father, mother, spouse, children, brothers, sisters, yes, even one's own self, can't be my disciple. Anyone who will shoulder his own cross and follow behind me can't be my disciple. Is anyone here who... Planning to build a new house, doesn't first sit down and figure the cost, so he will know if he can't complete it. If you only get the foundation laid and you run out of money, you're going to look pretty foolish. Everyone passing by will poke fun at you. He started something he couldn't finish. Or can you imagine a king going into battle against another king without first deciding whether it is possible with his ten thousand troops to face the twenty thousand troops of the other? And if he decides he can't, wouldn't he send an emissary and work out the truth? Simply put, if you're not willing to take what is dearest to you, whether plans or people, and kiss it goodbye, you can't be my disciple. That's the end of what Jesus said. Please, brothers and sisters in Christ, salvation is not a crowd thing. Salvation is not just a confession thing. If it were, the devil would would just have to confess Christ and he just enters into heaven and there would be no hell for him. He will wreak havoc all over the earth or just confess Christ and go into heaven. Salvation is for those on the straight and narrow painful path. We should not kid ourselves. Read and hear about uh, and digest what Jesus said here in Matthew chapter 7 verse 13 to 14. Enter by the narrow gate, for the gate is wide and the way is easy that leads to destruction. And those who enter by it are many, mark the word many. For the gate is narrow and ways were hard that leads to life and those who find it are few. That is Jesus saying. I therefore say to you, brothers and sisters, walk out your salvation with fear and trembling. Read further scriptures, and have a mind reset today. In Philippians two twelve to thirteen, Second Timothy two nineteen. First Corinthians nine twenty seven, Second Peter two, Verses one to twenty two, first Peter one thirteen to twenty, Hebrews four, one to eleven, Matthew twenty five, one to end, Revelation two and three, Revelation seven nine to seventeen, and a host of others that time will not permit me to outline here. Find out what God wants you to do and do it with all your heart. There's a straight and narrow path, but very few, very many were prepared to have it their way. This is a straight and narrow path, but very many will prefer to have it their way. What are these seven realms we focus on in calling down God's kingdom and will in these 40 days? They are these. Self, you and I fasting and praying. You have to pray for self because you can be standing on the wrong footing and crying out to God for others. May God forbid. Paul told us that after he has preached to others, that he might not be cast away. so That shall not be our portion in Jesus' name. So we need to ask God where we are standing. Is it where he wants us to be? <clears throat> Second, we looked at family and there's people we're talking about here, internal and external. And with number three, neighborhood, people again, where we live. Number four, the state, people again, that's administrative heads, where we live. Number five, the church, people Communities of beloved believers where we live. Number six, nation, the people, the country where you live in. Number seven, nations, people in nations of the earth as a whole. What are the seven spheres? Since the spiritual church, you and I, are borderless and still expanding on legs, they are these. Number one, governments, people God wants to enter and reign in the very heart of our governments. Don't bury yourself in there. Influence the government for Christ. Classical example was prophet Daniel. Nations are in crisis so that your light can shine. Bring God's consciousness into the government where you are. Number 2 Sphere Economy People in Science, Technology and Business Number 3 Faith, Spirituality and Belief People again. This includes all the religious organizations of the earth, including church organizations, both those standing and those with half or zero truth. Those New Agers, Muslim, Buddhism, traditional rulers, ETC, God wants us to get in there and influence it for Christ. There are Christians who are imams in mosque and God is using them to raise disciples for Christ quietly. We should not put God in the box. He's beyond the box of our denominations and our four walls. Number four, sphere, education. Everywhere people are learning. He wants you there to influence it for him. Number five, families. People, not just your own, other families as well, wherever they are at. Number six, media. People again, over radio, TV, internet, and everything in between. Number seven, celebration arts, entertainment, and sports. Wherever celebration is happening, people, anywhere celebration is being held, that also is your playing field. Paul made these realms and says very clear. In letters of Ephesians, read and digest his writing, especially in Ephesians 1, to 16-23. And I'll add Jesus and several others as well. That's why uh, there's a message fashion. That's why when I heard of the solid truth, trust, you have in the Master Jesus, and your outpouring of love to all the followers of Jesus. I couldn't stop thanking God for you. Every time I prayed, I think of you and give thanks. But I do more than that. I ask, I ask, ask the God of our Master Jesus Christ, the God of glory, to make you intelligent and discerning and knowing Him personally. Your eyes focused and clear, so that you can see exactly what it is He is calling you to do grabs the immensity of his glorious way of life he has for his followers. Oh, the utter extravagance of his work in us who trust him. Endless energy, boundless strength. All these energy issues from Christ, God raised him from death and set him on the throne in deep heaven in charge of running the universe. Everything from galaxies to governments, no name and no power except from his rule. And not just for the time being, but forever. He is in charge of it all, has the final word and everything. At the center of all these, Christ rules the church. The church, you see, is not peripheral to the world. The world is peripheral to the church. The church is Christ's body in which he speaks and acts, by which he fills everything with his presence. And Jesus kneeled this home for our players, our playing field, in these two scriptures, so I ended Paul's uh, later to the Ephesians. And I continue with Jesus. Jesus nailed this home for our playing field. In the world, we have a playing field. In these two scriptures, in Mark eleven seventeen, And as he th- taught them, he said, It is not written, my house will be called a house of prayer for all nations. Not just for Christians, for all nations. But you have made it a den of robbers matthew 28 19 and 20. therefore go and make disciples of what all nations baptizing them in the name of the father and of the son and the holy spirit and teach them to obey everything i have commanded you and surely i'm with you always to the very end of age first mention of the church being for all nations you and i being for all nations first mention in isaiah fifty-six, sixty-seven. And foreigners who bind themselves to the Lord to minister to Him, and to love the name of the Lord, and to be His servants, or who keep the Sabbath without desecrating it, and who hold fast to my covenant, these I will bring to my holy mountain, and give them joy in my house of prayer. Their burnt offerings and sacrifices will be accepted on my altar, for my house will be called a house of prayer. For what? For all nations. Let's look at John 17, 20, I do not pray, and this is Jesus praying, I do not pray for these alone, but also for those who will believe in me through their word, that they all may be one as you, Father, in me, and I you, that they also may be one in us, that the world may believe that you sent me. That's Jesus. And let's look at today's post, to day 40 or 40, and fasting for church, you and I, and leadership. Be careful. Don't break the stone tablet don't lose do heart. Listen to the still small voice. Five things, the note. As you complete the fast today, be careful of offenses for they will certainly come. The devil will target you through others to get your heart, to get to your heart, to discourage you, to get you to think and meditate on things and say things that will undermine and undo your prayers. If he can't discourage you through dreams and discouraging impressions, he will use people close to you. You might have bad dreams to discourage, to discourage. You You might be persecuted, maligned for no reasonable reason. The devil wants you to lose the messages you receive during the waiting period. Some insights about how to do things differently than the way you have done before, which you got, which you got in the place of waiting will be targeted. Jesus said in Revelation 2 and 3 about he who overcomes. There's nothing to overcome if there's no fight you fight to overcome anything that can hinder God's plans and purposes for your life. Was well, this is a good example? He broke the tablet of stone when the children of Israel began worshipping idols. He had to go back, cut the tablet of stone by himself, and go into another round of forty days to get the same set of ten tablet commandments. Be warned. Prophet Daniel waited twenty one days at the end he was weak and low in spirit. There were contentions going on in the heavilies that prevented him from receiving answers to his petitions. But thank God he held on and held out. Jesus was tempted at the end of his fast. And for the first time in his life, after he told them his assignment and told them some home truth, they took him to a cliff of a rock and almost threw him down. He escaped. It wasn't his time. You are not greater than Jesus. You will be tempted and you will have to escape. You will live to fight another day. Not every, everything is worth fighting for. Just know what God wants you to fight for and get fighting it. Be attentive to, discontent, to discontentment, especially in the area of activities you were content doing before. That could be the Spirit of God burdening you to let go and focus on new things and new heights. He wants you to focus on you will be prompted to start some new things that is not conventional. Go ahead and do it. Be attentive to thought impressions that seems, to, uh, seems like they are from you and that is peaceful. Go ahead and take the first step and the next step. Don't narrow God's way of communicating to dreams and visions alone. God is asked to lead you real time as you obey the voice will get louder. Eating Habits Don't start eating heavy meals or spicy meals as you end the fast. Take things slow and easy. Start taking light food until your systems return to normalcy. Things will get bad before they get better. That is the pattern of God. Stay patient and stay still and see the salvation of God in prayers you brought to Him. Be mindful of your words, especially those that you mean. Let them line up and come from the position of your prayers that you spend 40 days praying. Destroying things in the spirit is faster than building them. What you have been building for 40 days can be destroyed in one careless comment. Mind your language. Finally, and again take note of these five things. Don't undermine your prayers by your heartfelt confessions at the weakest point. Let what one prayed, what you two think, what you three feel, what you four say, And what you five do, line up. I repeat that. Let what you, one, prayed, what you think, what you two, think, what you three, feel, what you four, say, and what you five, do, line up. Remember, life and death are in the power of your tongue. And if you love what you say rightly, you will explain what you said. That brings us to the end of day 40 or 40, praying, fasting for church, you and I, and leadership. Be careful. Don't break the stone tablet. Don't lose heart. Listen to the still small voice. And take action today when necessary. Note five things. Shalom to you and God bless. God's blessing always. So Father God Almighty, I just want to thank you for bringing us to uh, the end of... which we have sent it. Let it come back with a testimony. Let it effect what has been proclaimed. And let it come back with a testimony that the assignment has been accomplished to so the glory of your name and our blessing. Lord, I ask that you guard the heart and the minds of the people who partook in these 40 days or 30 days or 21 days, whatever their heart was able to carry them to. I ask O God that you look upon these prayers and accept them speedily. Let them come to testify that truly you live, you reign, and you act in the affairs of men. Thank you, Lord God Almighty, for strength. Because the word says in Isaiah chapter 40 verse 31, For those who wait upon the Lord, they shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagle; They shall walk and not be weary. And they, shall they shall run and not be weary. And they shall walk and not faint. Thank you. We shall run and not be weary. We shall walk and our faith. Thank you for answers that are bursting forth on all sides in myriads of ways. Thank you for we shall not lose our reward in the name of Jesus, both now and into eternity. Thank you, Lord, for testimony shall abound plenty for your glory and our blessings in Jesus. Now we cover ourselves with the blood of Jesus. We cover them with the blood of Jesus. We declare that no weapon formed or fashion against them prospers. And every tongue that uh, uh, uh that uh comes against them in judgment, stands condemned now in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you. In Jesus' name. Amen and Amen.